0: I'm Will, and this is the internet's most heedful music podcast. On the show this week, I'm joined by James. Hello. Welcome back. And Elle. Hiya. In this week's episode, we're reviewing the new album by This Is The Kit. We've got the upcoming releases you need to know about, but first, the news. James, what have you got for us this week?
1: I have, like, no news, um, because I think the news has just been, like, saturated by submarines and all of that jazz um but i've had had a few things come up this week um the first thing was uh beatles are gonna come out with a new project and paul mccartney has just tweeted um there's no ai involved so i think that's a good thing but it's just like speculation people have had so i think he's just clarifying that there's no ai i feel like that would have been quite Weird, it would have been like a Marvel thing of having Princess Leia as not Princess Leia, you know. Um, yeah, so that's happened. And all- another thing I've seen, Domino's are delivering to Glastonbury via Jetpack now. Um, I don't really know what else to say. Um, look it up if you're interested, but that's happening. I imagine it's probably... some. They haven't, like, mentioned the prices or anything in the um, reports, because why would they? Um, but I imagine, like, the delivery prices are huge. But that's happening now. And I, just, I do wonder, like, I've never been to Glastonbury. Have either of you been to Glastonbury before? No. No. Okay. I was going to ask, like, festival food and stuff, but...
2: you can going to ask if we saw any jetpacks.
1: Exactly. Um... <laughs> I guess that's a no but yeah um it's kind like of like one specific
2: can you be with a jetpack like in terms of like <laughs> gps locality like, does, it, <laughs> does it descend like directly in front of the person who ordered
1: what i've seen is like the jetpack's gone over tense. like right just over tense. so like i'm imagining it's like right where the person is so maybe it's a gps location maybe it's a what three words
0: yeah i was going to say you what three words that they get within like 5 a uh, 5 square meters of you
2: that's insane.
0: You just got to not move. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, festival food is tr- like typically incredibly expensive because you're a captive audience. You can't go anywhere else. I mean, it's definitely just a publicity stunt. I'm oh, sure that sure. they're limiting this to like five pizzas.
1: Yeah, I imagine it's cold when it gets there as well. And like it just takes probably like three hours to after you've ordered it, ordered it to get there.
0: Well, you just reheat it with the exhaust fumes the jetpack. <laughs>
1: but yeah, that's the fun I've had. Uh, the fun articles I've looked at this week.
0: This thing about the Beatles is just dumb. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> the, the, the time to do it, if you were going to go John Lennonless, would have been like, you know, the 80s, maybe the 90s. At this point, just... Just don't.
2: What are they doing? Is like, what is this song? If it's not AI or whatever, like, unless it's some sort like necromancy thing, like, what actually (laughs) is the song?
1: I think there's old recordings. It might be to be honest, I haven't really looked into it that much. (laughs) It's just something I briefly saw, but um, yeah, there's old recordings, so it might have John Lennon in. I'm not sure
2: just unnecessary though isn't it like it's not like we're lacking Um, in Beatles music
1: I feel like Paul McCartney has kind of filled that void a little bit (laughs) like (laughs) old version of Beatles it just says it's very different that's all it really says so that's fun (laughs)
2: that's (laughs) revealing (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah so I'm trying to find some information about it so it it seems like yeah it's uh, John Lennon's voice from an old demo cassette and then the confusion has come because they've used AI to like clean up the recording. Right. Okay.
2: But it's not like an AI generated voice.
0: No, it, it would be actually John Lennon's voice. But I mean, the problem with all of this stuff, like the posthumous release, is well, John Lennon clearly didn't think it was good enough to, to put yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> so why do it now? <laughs> 50 years on, like, I feel like they're That's all doing fine. That's the thing. Like, what, what money, money <laughs> do they need? How many violin basses does Paul McCartney need? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, got an itch. Oh, just one, one more, <laughs> want and I'll, more. I'll, I'll have, have one. enough.
2: <laughs> nah, I don't trust any of this, to be honest. I reckon there's, there's some conspiracy happening.
1: I'd love this song to just come out and it's literally just a robot singing. And he's like, no, it's not AI. <laughs> <laughs> that was John Lennon. He just forgot.
2: Or it's like John Lennon's voice is like perfect. Um, but then like all of the other voices on the track are robots. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> like, yeah, no, John Lennon's not a robot. We, n- we didn't say anything about anyone else.
0: <laughs> they, in the music video, they get the Boston Dynamics robots to be playing <laughs> the other instruments.
1: Oh, That's brilliant.
0: Right, I reckon it's time to get onto our review for this week. We're looking at Careful of Your Keepers by This Is the Kit, released on the 9th of June 2023 on Rough Trade Records. It's 10 tracks long and 34 minutes and 13 seconds. On the album's Bandcamp page, it says, quote, singer songwriter and composer Kate Stables returns with a wondrous new This Is The Kit album that chronicles a world of mistakes and mishaps cruel circumstances and universe-driven surprises. It's a record that embraces the concept of outrospection, the idea that you get to know oneself by developing relationships and empathetic thinking with others, and brings the Paris-based, UK-born band leader's signature ability to move swiftly between cryptic poetry to honest inquisition to the fore. What did we think of this
1: album? James, why don't you kick us off? I think I'm going to need L support on this album um because lyrically this has kind of ruined it for me this week. But let's just start at the the positives. <laughs> I've really enjoyed the um the overall sound of this album. It was super chill. Um the the tones from like every instrument, even the vocals were just really, really lovely. And there were like good elements throughout. Um, the energy was quite similar throughout the album but I did enjoy the energy um, back to the instruments actually the some of the drums were just like really crisp and lovely the guitars they really um, they did small things but small things that had an impact and the bass lines at some points were really great but the one thing that kind of took the excitement out of me is when I actually looked into the vocals and or looked into the lyrics and I didn't really understand them and I mentioned L because <laughs> I feel like maybe that's just the me thing um maybe I just don't understand it but they'll throughout the whole album really there's, there's a few points where i actually enjoyed the lyrics and enjoyed the vocals and um what they were getting across but a lot of the time the there would just be like repeating lines and there would be lines that don't relate to each other and there would just be like sayings that don't really have context um and yeah the on the surface album that on the surface level the album is great to me, but when I delved deeper, I just it kind of lost its magic because i just didn't have much bite to it like the lyrics didn't really say anything and I feel like usually I'm I'm an enjoyer of the of the rhythm of the vocals of the tune of the vocals but I don't know for whatever reason this week this week um yeah the lyrics kind of brought the album down so I I I enjoyed the lovely sound of it but for me it's just yeah it wasn't amazing L, what did you think?
2: Yeah, I have to say, lyrically, there were there were kind of odd snippets I picked out as like being nice, um, and there were some themes that, like, after several listens, I kind of grasped at, and I was like, "Oh, that's you know, that's interesting." But I think, yeah, for the most part, lyrically, a lot of the time, like James, I was just like, "What, uh, what's going on?" Um, <clears throat> I think for me, lyrically, it felt more like um there there were certainly intentions there in terms of like the meaning and the concepts behind them uh I, f- I felt like the more I listened to it the more I was able to pick out some of them but it yeah again like James like on first listen I was like I don't know I don't know what they're saying I don't know what they're talking about um but I think what I did enjoy with the vocals was that the repetition of a lot of the lyrics and also there's a lot of uh, wordplay in the lyrics so things like oh, there's one I can't remember the song or the whole phrase or any of it but there's chew is in like to bite something and choose like you're that you're making a choice and they like chew choose it. there's lots of little things like that where there's that kind of wordplay which just works well in terms of like a listening experience like hearing that vocalized uh is really nice so it kind of it almost for me I was like oh if I try not to dissect the lyrics from a kind of like literary view if I just kind of listen to them almost as though they are an instrument and not like a language I'm trying to understand I felt like I enjoyed it more because I think vocally like it is still strong um and the sounds that are produced by those different uh kind of word plays and things like that is really nice it's just yeah I think like James as soon as I tried to kind of delve into the lyrics a bit more I was a bit maybe slightly disappointed. I kind of wanted something a bit more. Um, But sonically, I really, really loved this album. I think it felt quite pensive, but also quite optimistic, quite hopeful a lot of the time as well, which was nice. It was a really nice kind of indie folk, like exactly what I was kind of wanting from this album. I wouldn't say it does anything like spectacularly original where I was kind of blown away. Um, And I do think for me, some of the tracks were similar enough and I think perhaps because there wasn't like that sonic differentiation or that lyrical differentiation I was kind of like I don't know why this couldn't have been an EP but I did still like enjoy it as a listening experience and I have um I mean I've been listening to it for the podcast anyway like on repeat but also um I'm moving house this weekend and I've been packing and this has been a really nice one to put on whilst I'm packing because it's Just quite nice, like, gentle, quite calming, but still, like, quite interesting to listen to, uh, which has been a nice one when you're trying to pack loads of stuff, which can be quite stressful. So it's been nice in that sense. I found that I've enjoyed it more when it's been that kind of background thing. I think it, yeah, it's as soon as I tried to, like, delve more, particularly lyrically, I kind of then wanted to stop myself from doing that because I felt that I was enjoying the album less. Um, But it is... Yeah, it's still like a nice record. The guitars on it are like gorgeous. There's some really lovely, uh, kind of melodies throughout that just they're done really well. It's like it's like a folk, like an indie folk, slightly ethereal thing that's just done really well in that respect. But I think it's not, it's not groundbreaking, but it is good.
0: I enjoyed this album it's softer than the previous few this the kit albums and and i really enjoyed uh her last one off off on which came out after she just finished touring with the national so it kind of makes sense that one was a bigger record in terms of sound but i really liked that that kind of taking indie folk and doing something big with it without it becoming like you know mumford and sons right of still keeping the core kind of interesting songwriting like kind of natural feeling instrumentation but just putting it into a kind of bigger setting i like this kind of softer sound though and the word i keep coming back to is delicate the sound just feels like in that way like soft and and like light in a kind of fragile way i don't i don't know really how else to describe it sonically i feel like maybe it doesn't delve into some of the the kind of things that that could afford the album so like on the previous one you know there's um tracks where there are kind of you know big uh like big horn parts and there are horns here but kind of more subtle maybe and there are kind of these big uh banjo arpeggios and like kind of moments that are really memorable. And I feel like in these softer sounds you could add more of that kind of those in- interesting textures because they've got more room to breathe in the space. But and there are a few places where they do, but across the record it like the both of you have kind of been saying, it's maybe a bit the songs kind of feel within the similar vein. There aren't those moments to kind of pick different ones out. And then and then the other kind of thing that holds it back a bit for for my enjoyment is basically exactly what you've said james is the lyrics where on an album like this if it's going to be soft and delicate it's i want it to be one of those albums where if i give it the time i can go into it i think there are there are some songs here that i think do really interesting things and touch on really interesting themes and then there are other songs on here which even when i've listened to them multiple times and i've really tried to kind of tried to engage with it and think about okay what kind of vibe is the song creating and what are the lyrics saying it just doesn't form an overall picture for me and and the sound doesn't really push it in one direction or the other so I, it just leaves me feeling a bit kind of empty about the song because I can't find any kind of through line with the lyrics And often the lines, the individual lines taken like on a line by line basis are really nice and really interesting thoughts, but they just don't marry up always in a a perfect way. That all said, if you're looking for, you know, an indie folk album to put on, this is really, really well written. Like the, all of the instrumentation is beautifully performed and the parts are interesting and there are nice melodies. It's just, you know, to... I wanted a, a little bit more in terms of, you know, there being moments to latch onto, there being these kind of lyrics to really go deeper into.
1: For me, the, the thing that made the album kind of stand out a bit more is the way, or at least made the tracks differentiate from each other was just like this slight changes in uh, in instruments from song to song. Um, And I would like to pick out Take You to Sleep um, because it has a banjo, which is absolutely lovely. Um, And you also have this, like, (laughs) I hate how I noted this, but Twinkle Fingers Piano, which is like this kind of tremolo-y, I don't know, um, repeating piano note. Um, And then the vocal, vocal riff, like, yeah, it's, being treated as another instrument again. I think that's throughout the whole album, really. Like, the vocals really do feel like an instrument. Um, and that's the one thing that's going for them. Um, and then the swelling bass and brass comes in. And they have such a lovely tone together. Um, and they come in just right time. And, yeah, it's just lovely. Um, I'm not huge on the lyrics, like I've mentioned, but I won't keep mentioning that. But just the the rhythm of the lyrics or the rhythm of the vocals were lovely and they just combined with other instruments really well. So Take You to Sleep was a really nice track.
0: Yeah, this one of the songs that I'd say did the kind of making use of the softer tone really, really well with that kind of odd kind of piano noise, pad sound. and And like you say, with the banjo and the other elements that come in as well. It felt like, okay, we're doing something that you couldn't do in a big arrangement because we've got this, this kind of... We've got more space to work with, right?
2: Yeah, I think also with this track, it's one of the tracks where I felt the lyrics, although they're not kind of hugely descriptive or, you know, things like... There's a lot of repetition. I think this is one of the tracks where that works really well for the track. I don't think necessarily... I think, like you said, but I... I was wanting more from the lyrics because it is such a delicate record. But I don't think necessarily like every song needed that. And I think this song is a great example of how there's very, they're not saying a huge amount with the lyrics and there's a lot of repetition, but that works really well with the flow of the song. And what they are saying kind of feels like it's, it's moving with the rhythm of the song. So like repeating, carry you home, take you to sleep, and there's big letting go that there's a lot about, uh, kind of journeying and passing through time and the concepts of like, you know, what's home and like measuring, uh, like what home means to you, whether it's with a person and all of these kind of concepts, which, you know, they're not delving into hugely lyrically, but I think this works really well on this track. And I think for me, that was what was, Frustrating about some of the other tracks, where I was like, "You've you've already done a track where the kind of minimal lyrics and that repetition works well. Like, why are you trying to emulate that and failing on the other tracks where you could actually do something a bit more interesting lyrically? If you, if you're gonna do that, um, but yeah, so th- this one I really liked this one um, on the album.
0: A track I thought ha- that had really interesting ideas in the lyrics was Inside Outside, where there are kind of these ideas of of how we kind of change the people near us and even maybe if we don't mean to or even if we're actively trying not to change those people, how how we behave and kind of how we rub off on people does that. And then also kind of talking about when we're taking that kind of influence from other people on how we act and how we behave and how that kind of intersects with um, kind of taking how that intersects with your relationship and kind of what if you're taking inspiration from people outside of your relationship? And what if you two, the two people involved are changing in different ways and at different speeds? And, you know, what, what does that do to the two of you as kind of a couple? I really liked those ideas and, you know, they're, they're more hinted at than they are kind of directly dealt with in detail, but in a way, it that kind of makes sense for this kind of song, right? It it gives you the startings to go and explore those ideas on your own with this kind of lovely backdrop of the, the kind of folk music.
2: Yeah, this is the one that I was referring to that I couldn't remember which track it was that has the chew choose uh kind of thing going on, which yeah, I just kinda of look back on my notes and yeah, like you well, I really liked kind of what they were conceptually drawing upon with this track. Um, and with the repetition of I chew, chew, choose you. I really enjoyed how kind of many different ways you can interpret that. So the idea of kind of like chewing someone out where you're kind of arguing with them and you know calling them out on something, but also chewing on something like the idea of consuming it. So when you're in this kind of all consuming relationship, but also when you start to absorb traits from another person because you're spending so much time with them and all of these kind of things that, can happen when you're in such close proximity to another person but also just like the repetition you know amongst all of this about kind of questioning you know what's changed us how has this happened and all of this kind of stuff the repetition of saying I choose you I think is really meaningful and impactful of kind of saying like you know it doesn't matter kind of what's happening like inside and outside at the end of the day I am choosing you intentionally and repeatedly um which Yeah, I thought, again, this is one of the tracks that I thought kind of lyrically, it did work. um, Which is kind of why I think as well, I was hoping that the rest of the album would have more to unpack lyrically. Um, But yeah, this one was nice.
0: Previous guest, Jess, wanted me to point out that um, this might be a reference to the episode of The Simpsons, where for Valentine's Day, Lisa gives Ralph a card that says, I chew choo chew, choose you with a picture of a train on it.
2: Oh my god, I remember that episode. That's class. <laughs> I want every album to have a reference to Ralph Wigan. I didn't expect that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I've, I've picked well not the only thing, but the main thing I've picked out of this song is um I love the tone of the snare and the lovely simple guitar. I feel like I'm have a bit of a monkey brain there. Um <laughs> not picking out the lyrics or anything like that but yeah the tone of the snare was just lovely I could listen to it all day every day
0: there was a really nice rim shot on more change and I liked how that that played into all of the other sounds being quite snappy as well so it it was kind of formed up to be like this very specific texture and all of the
1: sounds contributed to that yeah and you have that like little guitar in your right ear then later on it's both ears and Um, I feel like the lyrics actually had a bit more substance to it But yeah, I I loved how the instruments played together
0: The track that I felt like was maybe sonically the most different was Stuck in a Room I thought actually overall this one came together really nicely It had this kind of light or almost like indie pop type tone to it in the melodies it has really really great sounding horns i think the horns across the album sound good but in particular on this track they sound great i liked lyrically obviously it's you know at the moment it's a little bit cliche right having the kind of here's my experience from lockdown but i thought it was a really kind of strong account of that feeling and that that time period to the point where i didn't really mind that it was kind of going over this idea that we've heard tons and tons in in recent times because it felt like a an interesting and and just very very honest take on it
2: yeah I think as well with this track, like it because it's so short as well compared to kind of quite a lot of the songs of the album I think that combined with the fact that Sonic it, it just does feel quite different like you said well this was like a really nice like palette cleanser. And it's a penultimate track on the album. And I kind of wish that it had happened earlier or perhaps like some of the tracks were taken out and this was like I kind of mentioned earlier, like an EP or or just like something a bit shorter because I think like this does a really nice job of kind of breaking things up, but still keeping with that overall kind of like tonal flow of the whole album. Um, But yeah, this little kind of, I think it's just over two minutes. It was just like a really nice, like fresh, like, burst of energy into the record. um, And, yeah, lyrically as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, like you said, those are not, they're not saying kind of anything hugely new. um, But I do think this track, like, lyrically, it was well-written and it does, like, neatly encapsulate, like you said, all the kind of feelings of, you know, being in lockdown and being stuck and all of that kind of stuff. And I think also the, the vocal delivery really kind of helps sell the lyrics as well i think that kind of plays a huge part in making this uh like such a good track overall um yeah this was one of my favorites and yeah i kind of like when i reached it i was like oh this is kind of i wanted this a bit earlier
1: (laughs) yeah for me the the track stands out a little bit bit more because of the the delivery of the vocals the rhythm of them but also the effects on guitar i think there's uh, there's other effects on the guitar throughout the album but particularly on this song like it's noticeable but it's not overdone um it works well with the other instruments and yeah just everything works well together in this and Will, you were saying how yeah it's another account of lockdown but i also think this album in general is like a another version of this genre but i think it's it stands out because it, it does do it well um the sound's been done before, but it's it's being re- done really well here.
0: The other song that I think does the lyrics really well is Scabby Head and Legs. Before we get to the lyrical parts, I really like the guitars on, on this. And in the kind of final section of the song, there's a really nice distorted guitar tone. Um, and that just, I mean, that's nice. But also just generally the guitar performances and the melodies that they've written for it are really good but I liked this, these kind of lyrics about kind of living on the edge of society and the lyric in particular, tightening the grip will break the eggs. And it's kind of going into maybe what survival is like in these situations of maybe you have to let things go a bit to be to let them be able to flourish when you're struggling to kind of get by yourself. And I felt like while maybe not everything in it's directly related all of the different kind of snippets that has been have been kind of put in kind of work together when you when you put them as a whole so there's kind of talk of starting again and you know maybe i take from that of you know people in these situations who are kind of like right on the fringe at, like just have to keep starting over and over again like just restarting like all of these times and the the one final lyric i really liked from this song were um the lines dice that were unrolled came undone i just like that idea of kind of thinking about the opportunities that could have been and then talking about kind of what really happened and yeah contrasting that with with a lot of the ideas of kind of having to keep being in this state and not having a way out and then thinking about, oh, what could have been the ways out in the past, but actually you can't do anything about those. I thought that was an interesting kind of addition and kind of a, I guess, provocation is the way I put it, right? It's it's a way of getting you to think about these things in a quick line.
1: Yeah, this track also stands out hugely to me in this album. Uh, one reason for that is the word scabby makes me cringe, but it makes sense. Um <laughs> I feel like this is me projecting it a bit, but like protecting my own memories, but the whole theme of like scabby head head and legs and the um the the picture of like climbing a tree and everything it makes me think of childhood and it makes me think of memories of hers of when she was young. That might not be where she, she's going with this, but yeah, the, this track actually stood out to me lyrically because of those reasons. Um, and also the word scabby, but yeah, I, I did enjoy this one and, and the guitar tone as well was really nice. Yeah, I also like this one.
2: Um, yeah, again, I had, su- I had such a visceral reaction to the word scabby. Um, I also like put this album on before I... Uh, like looked at the track listing or anything like that and kind of had this playing. And so then when she like sang Scabby, I was like, what? Um, And it really threw me. Um, But yeah, I agree with you, James. It it felt very much like there was this kind of reference to childhood and that I really enjoyed. I think particularly as well when I kind of started to try and unpick lyrically what was happening on the album, these references to time and being stuck in time or like moving through time. I liked how this kind of referenced the past and childhood, but not in that, uh, a really obtuse kind of way. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. I was also, yeah, noted down, um, that I love the guitars. I just put guitars and drums. Wow. Um, which looking back to past me, I think meant that I liked them. <laughs> um, but that's kind of <laughs> as much not as Not wow, they're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it was a positive wow. Um, <laughs> but I did not write anything, more on that so thank you past me for offering absolutely zero insight but it was good
1: (laughs) I think I want to pick up on the the instruments again actually the first track actually um, the vocal tone was lovely but this is where the horns really well I guess they're not really standing out because it's the first track they really bring a really good um, introduction Um, with the tremolo guitar and the lovely singing and everything. So I thought that first track was a lovely opener, actually.
0: Yeah, I did like how there were kind of these little short bursts of distorted guitar coming over what was otherwise quite this kind of soft, calm track. It was a nice little kind of flourish to add. Right, let's wrap up our review by ranking the album. Our current album rankings can be seen down in the description. 22 albums where would we like to put careful of your keepers by this is the kit i'd put it in at number 12 between gorillas and baby metal i think other than mandy indiana i think being massively underrated in this list that that feels about right it's instrumentally really really good lots of kind of interesting stuff could they have done a bit more yes but what's there is is great lyrically it's not maybe not going to be for everyone and i think james and i are on the side of it not working so well for us in a lot of places but i think for a lot of people that it's going to be fine and they're going to take a lot away from it or they're not going to care about the lyrics anyway and they're going to enjoy that it's a really good folk record so yeah for me kind of on the strength of the instrumentation and on the how good some of the songs are lyrically, I'd, I'd put it there.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking at Complete Mountain Almanac and remembering how much like, I enjoyed that one lyrically. And I think that's really swaying my opinion and I think I would put it below Complete Mountain Almanac. So I would put it in... Yeah, I'd probably put it at 15. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's really hard. Um, Yeah i'm gonna be on the lower side i think um yeah it it, it sounded really great um and i think i maybe do like the lyrics a little bit more after chatting so yeah it's not super low but um i'm i'm thinking like maybe i guess it wouldn't really matter but i'm thinking around like 17 maybe
2: you've also had um two weeks away of was it two weeks or three i don't know time away where Ew. me and will have disrupted the ranking for you
1: <laughs> not really because i really enjoyed that squid album as well i was like tossing up squid and white reaper then throughout the week i was like mm, i think i probably prefer squid actually um the alex Leahy album i i mentioned that i really enjoyed it and i do really enjoy it but it doesn't have enough pizzazz <laughs> i guess <laughs> I would probably build a bit higher, but that's fine. This was
0: pretty much my prediction, wasn't it, Al? That James would would like Alex Leahy more than we did and would be fine with Squid. Right, that's it for the review portion of the episode. Let's get on to upcoming releases. Not too much that I've seen coming out this week. Just a couple of albums from me. First off... Uh, UK shoegaze band Bedroom spelt B-D-R-M-M are releasing their new album I Don't Know uh, the singles have been really good I really recommend checking it out it, I think it's
1: going to be a really good album they definitely get this all the time but how is M Bed- Bedroom it's double O it's not double M
0: I don't know don't ask me you should not know you put
1: it on there
2: you see a lot of these removal of vowels but i want to know if they ever like do we get bands that just like remove the consonants and it's like it's just like oh yeah (laughs) it's just like a bunch of vowels and you're like i don't know what the hell that is or how to pronounce it
0: finally folk artist bridget may power is releasing an album called dream from the deep well so if you're on that folk kick after listening to this the kit this week Maybe go check out this one when it comes out this Friday. That's it for upcoming releases, and that's it for the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you, James and Elle, for joining me. Thank Thank you. you. Wow, that was so synced up. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoy the show, you should subscribe on your podcast service of choice. New episodes come out every Monday, but you can turn on notifications if you're likely to forget about a new one. If you want to get in touch with us, you can drop us an email at unmutedmaster at gmail.com, and you can follow us on Twitter at unmutedweekly. I can now announce that the album for next week is... Michael by Killer Mike.